0: It's, it's Wazir, Wazir, my name is Wazir, Wazir and my name is John Muhammad and this is the Business Building Blocks podcast. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. I'm excited about it. Ready to get started with the new episode. It's always exciting to do another episode that we can speak to the people and give them that, that real world application of how they can have an idea Legitimize it Turn it into a business And they can feed themselves and, and, and the community That they come from also That's true So it's really important This is almost like uh, We talk about military This is a whole other side of, of a military force Is the financial uh, part And the part where you can actually Feed your own people and It's uh-huh. very important I don't uh-huh. know if people Would look at it like that It's <laughs> life or death What we're talking about so, you, what are we going to be talking about today? Just a quick overview.
1: Franchising. The topic of this episode is franchising. You know, we always start off with a business topic, but we do have a guest. Yeah. And I would like to introduce our guest, this episode, Brother Charles. Is it 6X? 6X,
2: that's correct.
1: Tell us about uh, yourself. Uh, I know you're a member of the nation, Islam. Long. Yes, sir. And uh, you can briefly tell us about Uh, What you're going to be talking about a little later.
2: Okay. Um, A little bit about myself. I'm a native Houstonian. was born in Third Ward, Riverside Hospital, uh, 1970. Um, Went to high school in uh, Port Arthur, Port Arthur Lincoln. Okay. Uh, Had a a couple of years of college, but I didn't graduate from college. Worked in the uh, corporate world and fitness is the main type of work I've done. Uh, now I work as a uh, fitness instructor for seniors uh, in Fort Bend County, at the, at the Pinnacle Senior Center in Fort Bend County. And yeah. I run a boxing gym um, part-time in the evenings and weekends in, uh, in South Union, Houston. Is that VIP yeah. boxing? VIP boxing gym. Uh, my right. brand is Freeman Training Camp. Uh, I'm also a former recording artist uh, from the 90s. All right, then. <laughs> went under the name of Brewski and the DSC Posse, and I have a new release out. Uh, October nineteenth called Mousetrap. So I'm doing a whole lot of different things and the topic of franchising is something I'm very much interested in.
1: All right, let's get right into it. Uh today is October the seventh. In the Nation of Islam, we observe it as Savior's Day. Because the most honorable I Muhammad birthday, that's October seventh. And uh we don't know his exact day, but we observe the seventh as his birthday. And uh we happy Savior's Day.
2: Happy to everybody, in the happy. audience,
1: and to you, brother Charles, and Wazir, and uh, brother JV here, um, and we wanted to start off with a quote from the Most Honorable Muhammad. Um, five things he said about economics. Uh, you know, the Most Honorable Muhammad, born in Georgia, built a well-disciplined, organized body of black men and women, whose unity and hard work developed an estimated eighty million dollar empire and forever changed the mentality of black people. And um that's uh before his departure in 1975. Ooh, $80 million at that time is like Yeah, it's probably <laughs> uh, eight billion today. <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh and he wrote a book, Mr. Black Man, and where he talks about this uh the economic, actually the economic blueprint but uh, we're going to mention five points right quick. Number 1, recognize the necessity for unity in group operations. You know, we we we're, we're stronger in unity than we are as an individual. So, when it turn, and when it comes to economics, uh we need to patronize black businesses as a as a as a principle that we all can agree on if we're going to come out of uh corporate America um other other people are prospering now in our community not just whites but foreigners everybody set up shop in our community but if we want to grow economically we must agree that we want to support those businesses it, it has to be intentionally we have to direct our dollars mm, and um, those people that do set up shop in our
0: communities they not doing it by themselves right? right so that's why we have to stress the importance of doing things together because the difference between us and them, when they come overseas, they have a support system both at home and here. Yeah. Almost like almost like what an embassy would be right. like from another, but it's like on the ground level, like families, right? That's like, true. Yeah. I mean,
1: like, for instance, India. You, you have Indians here, but they're from the continent, I mean, the nation of India. So they have family, corporations, wealth back home. So they may get a line of credit from their home country, the country of origin, to set up, they may send them here to go to school, you know, as an investment. We're going to educate you and send you to America to do business. The same with China. You know, they invest in their people and in their brand. And some corporations, they bring people in. I went to a company over here on the east side of town where the the whole corporation is Chinese. They import their workers from mm. China to the U.S. to work in their corporation. So they're looking out for their own group. You know, you, you can see it in the corner store, convenience store. It's owned by Arabs. Where everybody he hires Arab, generally. Mm-hmm. You know, the same same with the, with the Chinese restaurant or the Vietnamese. You, you know, see the and whole family working in there. A- you see everybody <laughs> from that group in that store. Yeah. You know, uh, so we have to realize that business is warfare and it's competition in the marketplace. So they are making sure that their people are uh, 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 good. You know, that's what we say. Make sure my my family eat. Mm -hmm. Make sure we good. So if you go into business, who you gonna hire? You gonna hire your family and friends. What was we told? We told we crabs in the bucket and black people can't get along. So don't work with your friends and family. But the plantation was a family-owned business, wasn't it? Correct. It was a white business. It was a family farm. We was doing their work. Yeah, <laughs> so We was working together for them, however. And they became successful. And this country became the most powerful nation on earth. And we, we made it so. So if we can make them rich, the Asians, the Arabs, the foreigners... What could we do if we unite and pull our resources to help
0: ourselves? Mm. So that ties into point number two. Then pull your resources right there. Number point number yeah. two. Pull <laughs> your resources physically as well as financially.
1: That's true. So what does that mean? Yeah, you, you're gonna come together. You're gonna come together with your skills. You're gonna come together with your equipment, your talents, you know, uh, resources. So you we, we talk about it. you got to put some skin in the game. You got to make a financial investment, but you also come with your ideas. You come with your talents and your education, your experience, your knowledge, you know, and you may have some equipment. I remember the first uh, business I came into was a landscaping business. And uh, my cousin and I, we were both young men with uh, wives and the wives had, both had babies. You and uh, my cousin Andrew. Mm -hmm. So, but we didn't have any jobs. So his mother had a settlement. She had got a settlement from the city uh, from an accident. So she said, well, y'all not going to sit around here and do nothing. Y'all got families. She bought all the equipment. She bought all the landscaping equipment. Mm -hmm. She bought a truck. She gave us a truck and all the landscaping equipment and even a, a, um, a storage building to store the equipment. She put us in business.
2: Hmm. She put us in
1: in the landscaping business. Yeah, and I had a brother-in-law that worked for the school district, and he had uh, he used to he had been doing um, like landscaping and general, uh, handyman work I would say, house uh, uh, trash hauling, but working at the district, he learned how to do like plant shrubbery, uh, build flower beds. He knew the business. So he came on as a consultant and helped train us, and then we—it was another brother in the mosque by the name of Brother George Muhammad. He worked for a lawyer. He was a paralegal and a draftsman, but he worked for a lawyer that worked in patents. That was a patent uh, attorney. I'm going in too much detail, but anyway, they they gave us work. Mm -hmm. The brother gave us work some of our first clients, and then he gave us some commercial. Property to maintain. We start off at residential yards, but then we start doing apartment complexes, and we even helped build a park once. You know, did y'all do a lot of work in the black community? Yeah, we start. You know, we started in our community, Mm. and networking with our own people. And uh, we did a lot of work uh, in the beginning, out in in Channelview, Sterling Green area. Mm -hmm. Even though I was coming from the hood back then. So I, there was that was outside of the beltway. That was a suburb, but our people live out there. Um, yeah, I just thought about that because it goes into point number three. Point number three: <laughs> Stop wanting criticism of everything that's black-owned and operated. And I'm a breeze right through it because I don't, I don't want to yeah. take up too much more time. Number four is keep in mind jealousy destroys within. And number five, of course, observe the operation of the white man. He's successful. He successfully make no excuses for his failures. He work hard in a collective manner, and you do the same. Uh, now we can go right into franchising, right quick. Um, franchise, simple definition is um, the business opportunity where the franchisee allows you to operate your business with that same name, that same brand. So, um, there's many opportunities, and, and I'm just going to say this, um, we we familiar with change a restaurant like McDonald's, fast food restaurants. But that's not the only type of business that you can franchise. You know, you can franchise in janitorial services. Um, uh, there's many other opportunities. Um, there's a website here. Um, if you scroll down. Oh, sorry. Uh, go to uh, entrepreneur.com and uh Franchise, backstage Franchise 500. And there's over 500 listing of the top 500 franchise corporations that you can franchise. It talks about the requirements for your initial investment um, and a brief bio of what the company is about and, and a lot of detailed information. And if you didn't... Uh, you know, it's. it's a, I think it's a little easier to go into a franchise because they'll go. They'll send you to training. They already have policies and procedures set up that'll make it convenient for you to get started. I heard uh, the rapper um, Killer Mike talking about franchising, and
0: he was talking about the different businesses that were easy to get into or relatively cheap as far as, you know, people that already getting a certain level of income like a like entertainers and stuff like that cuz he was talking about you could get a snow cone stand for like $5,000 or you could open up a subway for $20,000 like a walk in walk out subway and he could, he was just talking about the different levels you can go up and recently i seen uh soldier boy you know the rapper soldier boy yeah he he just opened up a subway and he oh, really? and he okay. documented it on uh on social media saying oh man i'm trying to get people to run myself you know he just showing the in, the in and out Workings of running a business like that, and I noticed that. I wonder, did he get that from the other artist Killer Mike, which they from the same city, uh, Atlanta? Mm-hmm. So it was just like, man, it looked like he took that knowledge and actually put it into play. Because if you buy a hundred thousand dollar chains, what's twenty thousand dollars that can actually That's grow true. you by going into franchising? And what happens when your song is not hot?
1: Yeah. You know, you <laughs> a, so if you if, and, and I, I say this to athletes, entertainers. I I like the work that uh, Rick Ross is doing with the Wing Stops. And also, it's a burger joint that he also invested in. Um, But uh, Lil Bootsy. Lil Bootsy, I seen a Vlad Vlad interview, I think, where he purchased uh, about 49 acres uh, out in Georgia, where he built him a mansion up. And he put about uh, $3 million in building up a, a mansion but with the with the improvements that he made, uh, and the property is worth 50 million, and he only invested 3 million. That's real estate. That's what we're talking about. And we're gonna talk about economic blueprint, the value of land a little later in sponsor. Matter of fact, we can go right into sponsorship. We don't wanna take too much time.
0: But uh, real quick, I wanted to ask the guest, uh uh, because you can franchise businesses that are not they don't have to be food companies, right? Right, right? They could be other businesses. You have a gym, right? And I've seen right. other gyms like uh, you know Fitness Connection and Planet Fitness and all those places. Have you ever thought about down the line would that be something you you could see yourself doing and putting uh, VIP gyms in different places? Like I could I could envision that. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: have a, a VIP gym. Is actually a um, a different person who owns that. Yeah. My brand is Freeman Training
0: Camp. Oh, Freeman Training Camp. Okay, Freeman, okay. So, Freeman uh, Training
1: Camp. Okay. Yeah,
2: my vision is pretty broad because my vision is to franchise my own fitness system, which is unique and there's no one who has anything like it. I can guarantee. Okay. Uh, as a, I've been working at the Pinnacle Senior Center for Bend County for the last four, going on five years, and they hired me as a part-time rec aide. Mm-hmm. But I, I, uh, you know, at the, um, at the prompting of my uh, supervisor, I pushed it the limit a little harder and actually designed a whole fitness program for people who are 50 and up. And people who are 50 and up have unique fitness needs that are not being met by the industry as a whole. Industry as a whole is, a whole is selling people on weight loss and different trends. But people who are 50 and up have serious issues with balance, stability, um, a loss of bone density, and a, a whole bunch of other type of fitness issues that need a special type of program. So by having... Uh, I teach 10 classes a week with 40 to 50 people in each class. So I've had a a population study to work with that I've seen grow into a high level of fitness from a very low level of fitness in the last five years. So this program that has been designed by me has DVDs to go with it, um, which is media that can be carried across the world. So I'm very much interested in in networking uh, using point number two with the right... Uh, group of people to actually take this worldwide and benefit myself financially, but also benefit those who are willing to be investors and are looking to uh, expand in, in the fitness business here in uh, in America, in, in North America, and, and all across the planet Earth.
0: Oh, very beautiful. So we're gonna go into these uh, sponsors, and we're gonna come back. And we're gonna go further into that. I love. It.
1: Yeah, our, our platinum spon- platinum sponsor for the Business Building Block Podcast is Nation Products. Nation Products are Child Literacy Advocates. And um, that's a website. Go to nationproducts.com and you can receive, uh, you can order children books. Um, Growing Up Joseph. This is a new title that we have now. Growing Up Joseph. It's written by Nadira Muhammad. Uh, It's a new, brand new uh, title. Um, And... I think it is is talking about a, a child that grew up in a in a separation or a divorce and all of the trials that, that child went through and how they child overcame. Uh, very um, intense uh uh title right here. Another title that we have and we and recently added was a book written by the most Elijah Muhammad, How to Eat to Live. How to eat to live.
2: How to eat to live.
1: To eat to live. <laughs> we talked about health. Uh we talked about Um, Fitness, we're talking about on this episode. Uh, We learn a lot about health and fitness from the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and being members of the Nation of Islam. Get this book, How to Eat to Live. You can go to nationproducts.com, nationproducts.com. Another one we've been talking about is A Case for Separation by Dr. Warren F. Muhammad. He wrote this book, A Case for Separation. And I think you, you should get some literature to understand what separation is. You know, a lot of times in the media, uh, this fake media, uh, corporate-sponsored media, or maybe the government propagandized the media. And when they mention black movements, like black nationalism, black separatism, they talk about it as if it's militant, it's, it's violent. We have no history of violence. We're victims of violence. Uh, we're the ones that's being gunned down by by a uh, road cops um the uh, but a case for separation deals with a lot of economic development us improving our own lives and improving the lives of our people uh look it up a case for separation nationproducts.com and as a public service announcement I'd like to talk about the final call newspaper the final call newspaper is the newspaper published by Minister Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam. And it is a, a newspaper that covers issues in our community, throughout the nation. And then there's an international section that covers international news. Go to FinalCall.com FinalCall.com And now we have FinalCallDigital.com where you can subscribe for a digital version of the Final Call. Subscribe to the Final Call. And if you see the brothers out in the community, they go for $2 a issue. And that's an investment. We have to start taxing ourselves for our own freedom. Uh, again, the economic blueprint. This uh, economic blueprint was initially launched by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in the 1960s. Just think where we would be now if we would have kept that fund or we would have backed him. The economic blueprint. It's about uh, ending poverty and want in our community by us first purchasing farmland. Wanna, we want to purchase 100 million acres of farmland. That's economicblueprint.org. We only ask for five cents a day. And collectively, we'll raise millions of dollars to go to a purchasing farmland. And that farmland will be the basis of economic development. Because all the regardless of what type of industry you're in, all the raw materials come from the land. That's economicblueprint.org. You got any more sponsorships? No more sponsorships. At this time, I just want to continue to
0: thank the listeners for tuning in. And we're going to have something at the end of the episode that we're going to ask y'all to do to celebrate this episode. It's actually the 50th episode of the Business Building Blocks podcast. So we are very excited. And we thank everybody who's been tuning in to all the episodes. We we get a lot of great feedback from y'all. So just a thank you to the listeners is what we're going to do. As we go into the second portion of the podcast, we want to speak to our brother, Brother Charles 6X. You... You you have developed your own system of uh, of training. You are telling me about for people that are fifty and older. I think that's a very. I-, I love that idea because I feel like that demographic a lot of the times is ignored. But there are that's millions of people who who could really benefit from something like that. So I want to ask ask you what made you target that group of people with your methods. And,
2: okay, yeah. and it started as an accident. Uh, I have a I had an aunt who was at the time seven, uh, 69 going on 70 years old and she wanted to start getting fit uh, she had spent some other time at other gyms and um, she knew I was going to you know I was going into fitness as a trainer and she hired me for my services and that's really how it started uh, after working with her um, it's a special way you have to train people who are a little bit older you have to be real considerate of how you work with them and um, and what Know, what t- how you screen them number one for for what their abilities are. and then number two, you have because of muscle imbalances and things that that are, are different, you can't just have um, elderly people just working out at a very intense pace. you have to bring them step by step, step by step. you really have to be delicate. So that's how it started. and um I discovered that I was kind of proficient in doing that because as a as a, a student, Coming up in school, I was always one who liked to learn things step by step. I never liked to rush through anything. Mm-hmm. Like to to really, um, that's part of my nature as a, as a, as a student. is to be this way. So it just one thing led to another. I got a, an opportunity um, to work at other gyms as a trainer, and those kind of people were always sent to me like special case people to train, and I was always able to do well with them. So I became known for that in the corporate world, working with um with gym members. But then I landed a job at the Fort Bend County Senior Center as a as a fitness instructor there. And that's this is where I really uh got a chance to put my knowledge and experience to the test and bring it to what it is today. Okay. A full fledged program.
1: So do you work with um Others besides the seniors, you work with all ages,
2: right? I work with all ages. I work with all ages. I just have a big population that I deal with there. Now, in mm-hmm. in the evening times, I work at a uh, I run a boxing gym, which is my own business. And um, the people I primarily work with, there are people between uh, the ages of eight and say thirty. Okay. And most of them are trying to compete in boxing, which okay. I've been a, a competitor at in boxing. I've been a, a trainer and amateur is also a professional trainer. I've had a professional boxing license but never a professional boxing fight.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> mm, man.
1: So, so you got you got actual uh fighters that uh train in that gym?
2: Yes. Oh yes. Okay. Yes, yes. And uh, you know, yes. And, and
1: you want to give out the location?
2: Yeah, the location of that uh gym is um is 3570 Noah Street. That's like uh 35 plus 35 is 70, easy to remember. 3570 and Noah like Noah's Ark. 3570 Noah Street. Uh the name of the gym is VIP Boxing Gym.
0: Mm. I, I, what I love about boxing It seems like it's a full It's like a full body workout Like if you boxing You're going to feel it everywhere This is true Yeah So can people who not Who necessarily They don't want to be A professional fighter But they want to get that workout Can they come to your gym also And just train with y'all and- Of course Okay Of
2: course yeah. I, I encourage that And I actually have a uh, special Type of program for that Um the, you know, talk about the program. It's $75 yeah. a, a month. It includes two training sessions with me in a group setting of uh, of anywhere between two to five people. Right. You're going to sweat. Um, right. But if, if we find that you have some kind of uh, special fitness needs, then we'll put you at a lower intensity with a different group. Right.
1: right. Now, now, I bear witness. I went through the <laughs> the training a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I like the individual attention that you give. It's, it's like having a personal trainer. Yes, sir. Uh he works you and he tailors the workout for your individual uh needs. Uh but uh definitely you can build there, uh, you can train there. I
0: it seems like a lot of um like a, a lot of medical issues stem from a lack of movement. A lot of in a in modern time, we seem to have sedentary lifestyles. Like a lot of us spend most of our days sitting down. You either sit down, headed to work, you get to work, you sit down. You know, you go home and sit in front of the TV and sit down. So you being as somebody who's really like into the fitness and have have knowledge of that, how important is it to our health to be active?
2: Uh, it's very important. The human the human being is created to be active. Uh, just think about it. Um, we we till the soil, we raise uh-huh. animals. You know all of, all of these things are things that we did in our natural original state. But now we live a very um, sedentary life based upon a, a system that's set up. Like a plantation system, but we're in offices, sitting at a desk right. all day, uh, working on computers, head forward, you know, bent over, crouched over. We do this for hours at a time. We don't grow our own food, so we don't get the, the natural physical stimulation in everyday life. We don't walk anymore. You know, we ride in these cars and trucks and SUVs and whatnot. So, um, as a compensation, you know, there are gyms, So, mm-hmm. you, you can go there and put in a couple of hours of exercise uh, or, you know, maybe... Three at least three hours per week, I would say, would be uh, would be sufficient if you're doing the right type of exercise at the right in the right moderation, according to your fitness level. Then you can kind of stimulate uh, somewhat, you know, what you would stimulate living an agrarian lifestyle.
0: Man, I love that because that I, that's more. The value that you hold in that is so much because the money that these people would be spending on medication or uh, different procedures and surgeries or, you know, people get diabetes and have to cut their leg off. And there's all these major, uh, you know, ailments that they then have to spend their money on, take out a second mortgage. So so to support your business is is actually going to save people money and it's going to give them time, which is which is priceless on this earth. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Because uh, I can't, you probably, you either 25 or, uh, or 17. I don't know how old you are, bro. Uh, you look young, I don't know.
2: I was born in 1970, so I'm forty I'm eight. 48.
0: 48? Oh, Still active training, and you in better shape than, I know, you probably in better shape than me. I, I'm, uh, you're I'm 25. you definitely in better shape than I am. So it, it, you, I love that you are uh, almost like a walking billboard for your business, you know what I mean? Yes, uh So you talked about that you developed a system what exactly does that entail because i see you have all these dvds that people can do in their home is that what th-
2: yes yes of course
0: so tell us a little bit about the, the the dvds that you have
2: um so far it's three of them um the first is uh is called chair fit or chair exercises with freeman and um basically you know everybody knows about the little lady on channel eight that does a sit and be fit you know but that's that works but some people need a little bit more physical stimulation. So the chair exercises that I prescribe um, are a little bit for people who are a little bit more active, but you can do them while sitting down. So if you have certain joint problems in the knees or hips, it doesn't prevent you from being able to start exercising. Um, the system has evolved over the last four years. Um, I have a the system now includes a 12 round program. So we work for three minutes at a time, rest for one minute. Since boxing is my signature sport, uh, a pattern of workouts after boxing workout. So it's basically you're looking at 36 minutes of exercise, three minutes on, one minute off. Uh, there's music that's created by myself in the background, which allows you to work out to a rhythm, fun and exciting. Um, and it can be utilized by a single person at home, or I can come out to your community center, uh, church, mosque, or any other center if you have a group of people. And uh, we can put it on a, um, on a screen, Um and I can do the first instruction for free to show people how to exercise goals, and then from there on, if you want to get groups to come to your center um they will have seen a live instruction and they'll be able to uh hold group exercise classes uh via the screen
1: so are these are these the products are they are they available on the also, website
2: yes I have a um my website the address is um uh, that's a good question. Go ahead.
1: It but you are on social media. Yeah, yeah I'm on social media. What, so what you are you on social media under?
2: Um, I'm on Facebook right now and uh, under Charles Freeman. You can look me up, Charles Freeman, on Facebook. Um, I'm an ISSA, ISSA uh, certified trainer, uh, specialist in senior fitness.
0: Okay. All right. Absolutely. I want to talk about this this rap career that we're hearing about. Right, you're an artist. You're an artist because you threw that in there that your music is actually on here, which I think is amazing because I love when people cross pollinate with their art forms. A lot of us are multi talented in that way. You, from what I heard, my father told me, and I didn't I didn't notice. I I did meet you one time when we had that that meeting at the at the mosque. Uh, But I want to note apparently you were doing it in Houston before a lot of artists that we know of. Like, you kind of paved the way for them in a way. Right. So tell us a little bit about that, like, your early years of becoming an artist and and that side of it.
2: Um, My first actual release was 1991 uh, under the title Brewski and the DSC Posse. name of the single was called Um, G-Ride. I started rapping out of Port Arthur, Texas. A lot okay. of people don't know, I'm the first artist that, that was a release, that released, released a record from Port Arthur before uh, Pimp C, before DJ DMD. Um, and actually, I'm the one who turned on DJ DMD. Okay. He's one of, a real good friend of mine from Port Arthur. All right. And um, uh, some friends of mine I knew from just hanging out around in Houston, they came and got me and said, look, we want to start a record company and we know you can rap. So I said, well, I need to go holler at my man Dory, which is DMD. Big shouts out to DMD. All right. Yeah. Uh, and we went to Port Arthur uh, over the holiday break, and we came back with a record. Mm-hmm. And we put the record out um, in 1991. Okay. Interestingly enough, the song that was called G-Ride was a sample that I that was I was inspired to use by George Clinton from mm-hmm. his song, Um I don't know the name of the song, but Swing down, sweet Cherry stop, and let oh, yeah. me uh, yeah. Okay, now, I met Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. at this club called Studio 9.9. Snoop, I know you remember me. <laughs> he was, he was uh, hanging out with Big Mike uh, from the, the Convicts okay. because Big Mike, 3-2, Bushwick, those guys were out in Los Angeles uh, auditioning to be on Dr. Dre's album, The Chronic. Okay, I gave Snoop Dogg my tape. Mm hmm. I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> My record came out in 1991. Right. Dre's record came out in 1992. He oh, had a, the Chronic. Yeah, the Chronic. Okay, okay. He had a song. Oh. He had a song <laughs> on there called "Let Me Ride." All right. Swing down, sweet cherry right. stuff. Right, all right. Let me ride. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. What's up, Dre? I know. I know y'all know me. <laughs> it's, it's all love, you know. Um, yeah. uh At that time, the music that I was making was representing. Uh, what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad would call being other than yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm so happy and, you know, and thankful to Allah that I was not blessed uh, to be successful in music at that period in time because mm-hmm. what I would have been producing and what I would have been feeding into would have been into the, the destruction of my people.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, so here I am, 20-some years later, um, been re-inspired because I have nephews that do music, they do tracks, and um, I put out a single. It's going to be coming out on October 19th called Mousetrap. All right. There. To make a long story short, since I've been in the nation, uh, I've been out in the streets doing the work, which mm. is to, to deliver the lost sheep to the Lamb of God. Right. I'm in the projects. Mm-hmm. Same, I'm in in um, uh, South Lawn. I'm in um uh, Palms Apartments. Um, I'm up and down Southmore, right. up and down Alabama, the whole Third Ward corridor, South Park. And
1: that's the hood in that's Houston hood. for people outside of Houston, yes, right? <laughs> Houston, so, Texas.
2: so in this area, what uh, I'm encountering some of the same scenes that I used to see as a young, uh, as a youth,
1: right,
2: out there trying to find my way.
1: Mm-hmm. So this
2: this uh, newfound work that I found has has inspired me to bring a different message through the music to uh you know to to remind the, the new generation not to follow the trends but to accept their own and be themselves that's right and in accepting their own is accepting the nation nation of islam that's right you know people who are who are like them people of color who are doing righteous things mm-hmm. and in being themselves just just being being the good people inside who we know we are deep that's right. down inside that's right. so this is what my music is reflecting today and i'm so happy um the, the timing of this interview and the things that I'm doing now, I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, I really, I didn't even know this kind of thing was going on. But I can I can attest that by accepting my own and being myself, this is what's bringing me into whatever benefit that I'm having now. I'm just, a, And I want to thank you, Brother John, yeah, well, Brother well, Isaiah, no, man, for
1: inviting me out. Really, that's, that's what we're about with the business building it's, blocks. Uh, definitely if the believers are doing something, we have to uh, use what we have been taught, what we've been given. We have to practice it. We have to put it to use. And we have to serve our people, you know. Big fields are waiting, the wide awake man to work out of. That's right. <laughs> so we just can't stay in the house and 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 just start uh, pontificating, uh, intellectualizing on the wisdom. It must be applied, and it must be shared. So what we do on this show is that we share information. We 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 don't claim to be the most uh, uh, expert in these subject matters. We just want to discuss them. We want to have a talk about it. We want to dialogue about it. And so if there's some value in the information, then we can use it. Put it to use. Put it to practice. And if definitely if you have a business, a program, something that's good for our people, we want to get the word out. And we want to encourage others. See, we need to patronize one another, support one another, and we need to tell somebody about it. And uh, hopefully that's what we're doing with the business building block.
0: Absolutely. Yes, sir. If people wanted to contact you and start, um, start their training, like how can they, can they, is there a phone number? Or... Yes.
2: Uh, telephone number, 409-433-0060. Again, that's 409-433-0060. Um, you can also email me at Freeman Training Camp. At hotmail.com. Freeman Training Camp at hotmail.com.
0: Absolutely. Please do that. And everybody, let's get in shape. Let's get into the gym. Let's get healthy because it's not much time left before things ain't, ain't as comfortable around here. And as people like to say, we need to be war ready for things like that. Uh, this is the Business Building Blocks Podcast. And what we like to do is we like to prov- provide nuggets of knowledge that help people grow their business. We refer to those as blocks. And um, this is the Business Building Blocks podcast. So, what is one block or piece of knowledge that you can give to someone who is wishing or or thinking about going into business that can make them successful? What's one thing that you would tell them to get them to that next level?
2: Okay. Um, Work your business with what tools, what time, and what uh, money you have now. Don't wait don't um don't wait, um I want to elaborate a little bit because I was inspired to reconnect with this philosophy, which is what made me successful when I was successful way back, and I lost it. One of my clients said to me, she's a gardener, she said, "I like to plant my seeds when this rain is like this because I can put plant them on top of the soil, and the rain will drive them to the depth that they're supposed to go mm-hmm. isn't that something That's right. so I, I I immediately thanked her I said. Thank you. You don't know what you just did for me. And she probably still doesn't know. But what she what that showed me was with this music that I have, which I've been struggling to put out, mm-hmm. I said, you know what? Don't worry about investing large sums of money. Don't worry about elaborate studio time. Don't worry about elaborate marketing schemes. Take the song you have in your studio, put it on TuneCore, Spotify, iTunes, whatever is available to you at this moment. Right. Make the advertising with what resources you have. Press up the copies with what money you have and put it out.
1: That's right.
2: And this is what makes people successful. So whatever business you have, when you start at that level, you're going to be blessed uh, from where you're at. And then you should continue to reinvest and rework it from that point forward. Don't wait. That's the key.
1: All right, then. Yeah, there's never no, no perfect no time. And, and be willing to be willing to start small, yes, and grow big. That's what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan kind of say. Start small and grow it's big, small, like big. everything else do. Yes, sir. Oh, we we was gonna talk about the cash app for the business building blocks. That's what, yeah, uh, there's a way that you can sponsor the business building block, and we want to see if we have anybody in our audience that value what we're doing here. And we have Cash App. Cash App, uh, dollar sign BBB Podcast. That's how you can support the Business Building Block Show. So we're asking everyone in the audience to cash App a dollar, you know, to help sponsor, help cover costs. If, if there are some things that you want us to do, some subject matters that you want us to address, send us a, a message on social media or email us. Like we said, we're at businessbuildingblockshow at gmail.com. But Cash Apples, you know, we have to begin to support that, what we advocate. And that's the only way it can grow. You know, we have to pool our resources. So let's do it as an exercise around the business building blocks. Because we're just like the economic blueprint that the Most honourable Muhammad established and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan reintroduced to help the uh, our people have an economic base And eventually, you know, everything come from the land. So we ask them for a nickel a day to go to the economic blueprint. But we need a way to get that message out to the masses of our people, not just the people that's in the, you know, uh, card holding registered members of the Nation of Islam. It's not just for those people. It's for all our people. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad say, think for the whole, all of the righteous, all of the people that we have to serve. So we need a media, we need to support media that supports us and what we believe in, and that's what I believe the business building blocks is. Business building block is a media outlet for our business community, our black business community, and we advocate buying black, you know, investing in black, black cotton that? Christmas yeah. <laughs> And I think we'll do something special
0: for everybody that sends in a dollar. If you own a business or even if you just own social media or anything, we're going to send out a personal shout out to you so that the people that listen to us can go support you all. So we're going to give you a personal shout out to everybody that supports us on the, uh, I think that'll be cool, on the cash app. So it's BBB Podcast. Yeah. Dollar sign BBB Podcast. That's right. And once we get, once y'all send that in, we'll shout y'all out to everybody that that loves us to go support you and we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it growing. That's right. Yeah. So this is the Business Building Blocks podcast. You have the blocks. Now get to building.
2: Thank you for listening See you next week. Goodbye.